Episode, what episode is this? 214. Shit. Episode, we coming up on episode 215. I like that. Episode yeah. 214, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we, we about to get it in. What's going on, Josh? I'm chilling, man. Um, Pretty packed weekend we had. Um, The most fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, we, we had a working weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are working on a new documentary. Uh, I won't go too far into details about like the actual documentary, but um, we are working on a new documentary, and uh, we did some shooting for that. Mm-hmm. You know, we were working this weekend, but um, it's like the first time me and you hung out for like just me and you. Yeah, an extended period. We we took a road trip, you know, to mm-hmm. Vienna. Uh, not. Vienna, Europe, Vienna, <laughs> Vienna, Virginia, which is lovely. Um, yeah, like you said, for this uh, documentary, and yeah, this this is the first time we've been like hanging strong for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, at least two years before the pandemic. Yeah, like as as far as extended, and just me and you, like me, you, and uh, Liz hung out right before I had my first surgery. Mm-hmm. Um. But we were just like out watching a, an Eagles game, um, and like me, I saw I saw you endless and a few others, uh, a few other of our folks at like a, a party, but only for like 15, 20 minutes. And yeah, like, yeah. Besides that, like we really haven't seen each other in for an extended period since um, since before the pandemic. So it was just nice, and it, it, you know it was nice to get away. It was my first time like doing anything extended in now like eight months because of surgery and mm, stuff like that and yeah. just recovery and shit so you know it was nice it was nice and yeah we're working on a new project um i mean you'll probably hear us talk about it but like you won't see anything or do anything nothing will be available for at least another a year or change yeah 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 um, we, we're still um shooting uh yes, the documentary yeah. do, do we want to say like what what it is nah, wanna... i would okay i would hold it yeah, yeah i would okay. hold it for right now um but yeah we're we're working on something new and you know hopefully well i mean we're gonna be spending the rest of the year working on this shooting some more stuff and um uh, we have a few more things we need to shoot and um we're gonna be shooting uh hopefully september october something like that and then um I'll be spending the rest of this year like putting editing and putting shit together mm-hmm. and stuff like that all the way into like early next year. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, cutting down. I mean, like when we did the first documentary, I was working on the actual stuff till the day we put, like did two days before the first part was posted on uh, our Vivo channel. So, I, you know, I'll be working on it to like probably the last minute again. Right. Um, as far right. as like tiny little edit shit, like, cause we'll go over notes and we'll figure stuff out and then we'll like, po- you know, I'll cut like a semi formal done version mm. that, you know, then we'll, I'll get your notes on again. And then like we'll, you know, we'll lock a final version, but that probably won't be till, you know, sometime next year yeah um yeah yeah it's you know when you do one project you realize like oh this isn't something you can do overnight (laughs) and fast (laughs) and you peep Um, all the stuff you did wrong on the last one yes you know what i mean yeah yeah, we could have did that or we could have did this yes yeah constant learning thing that was cool too because like you know, on the first documentary, we didn't have as much control over what exactly was shot or like, oh, we want to make sure this was done. Just like, partially because like it was a complete new learning experience for us. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, uh, you know, we were able to like brainstorm a lot more stuff. And then um, through s- stuff that happened this weekend, we were then able to like be like, OK, we can set up like what exactly we want going forward. So, yeah. um 
yeah, it's it, it's gonna be cool. I think folks are really, really gonna love it. Um, it was a great weekend. I had a ball, man. Like, yeah, you know, aside from the fucking driving, driving home was like almost five uh, hours. Yeah, so that yeah. shit was a nightmare. That was my fault because I'm pretty sure it was my fault because I had put when I put in the directions, I think I had tolls turned off, <laughs> and so it took us like around the world <laughs> to avoid group. these tolls. <laughs> yeah. Um, it actually did say that too while we were riding I think it was through Maryland it was like oh the scenic roadway uh-huh. it was like a bunch of vineyards and shit and I'm just like I don't care I don't want to see shit I want to get home get home yeah yeah um, but uh, yeah it was good man it was a good weekend and um, it's been a good week so far uh, just been chilling um, not not doing much you know it was long you know as fun as it was it was a weekend of work it was a yeah. work weekend for us this was our so. first time um, shooting together you know what I mean mm-hmm. it was like you with one camera capturing everything me with another camera mm-hmm. capturing everything I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with a camera but you know we learning you know what I'm saying yeah. it was yeah it was it was it was fun it was chill everybody involved was like super dope and we yes, had a fun time, absolutely. but yeah, we absolutely did, you know, work all through. Yeah, we got to be in some beautiful places too. Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, the the one venue that we were at was uh, absolutely gorgeous. It was in the middle of the, like the forest, and it was enchanted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it yeah. yeah, it just it looked right. real dope. We're doing a documentary on unicorns. Yeah, <laughs> right, you know, cats out of the bag. Um, unicorns that allow Bigfoot to ride them sometimes. Yes, that's yeah. What, I mean, that's what we've been shooting all weekend. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. finding. Bigfoot unicorn is going to be amazing. You guys are going to love it. Um, no, but really, uh, it was great. And the place, that place was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, it was dope. It's fun to be in, like, you know, nice looking spaces, spaces that feel yes. good. You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. doing some dope shit. It was, it was, yeah, it was real fly. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for folks to, to see this next year sometime. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I'm excited to be working on a new project. That's always cool, um, especially like a, a film project because this this actual project we've been talking about for a couple of years. This isn't something that was like spurred a moment. Yeah, um, it's been we've had this kind of in the tuck for a little bit. Um, it was setting up, uh, getting things done, and then obviously I had my health issues, and like so that set us back a little mm. bit, but. This past weekend was a, a shooting weekend regardless, so there was no way around that uh, as far as, like, we this wasn't going to be shot until this weekend anyway. Right. Um, but, yeah, so, I, but I'm excited to be working on something new, man. Like, uh, you know, have a new project. I'm, you know, I plan to work on some stuff this week, even just, like, looking at the footage we got so far and just planning some stuff out and that kind of shit. So, I'm excited to have a new, you know, a new baby to work on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, and also, like, I spent a lot of time doing research on how I wanted the last documentary to come out, look, and flow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what, you know, me and you have already talked about this, but, like, pretty much what, you know, we're going to be doing over the next few months is just like figuring out exactly how we want this to flow and work like narrative wise Um, you mean narrative wise yeah yeah. yeah. and like you know what in what vein we want this because this is while it's somewhat in line with what we've done before it's a different thing a completely different thing Mm -hmm. so it's not going to be the same documentary like don't expect a ton of like you know narration in this documentary that's not what this documentary is going to be yeah it's going to be different yeah, definitely. So, you know, kind of finding the voice of this documentary, essentially, in the sense of like, how is this how is this documentary going to speak to us and that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the challenges, man. Like, um, you know, it's a different it's a it's a documentary, so it's similar in vain, but it's a different project in the sense that it's a um, it is a uh, a different way of uh, doing this this thing so it's going to be interesting um playing and figuring out like the voice for this one yeah. like it was figuring out the voice for the last one for yeah. real but no and then more than anything it was fun hanging out with my best friend and 
you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That shit was like yeah. super chill. Yeah, it was like, okay, we get to like, you know, shoot during the day and then like go get dinner and shit at night and like yeah. bullshit around in the hotel. Yeah. It was like yeah. mad fun. Watch the Temptations or, <laughs> you know, late season Bad Martin reruns. And uh, the last season of Martin is so terrible. <laughs> and I don't know why BET insists on running it. I thought we came home, went to sleep. I got up at like four in the morning and Martin was on. Mm-hmm. I left, went for a walk around the like neighborhood where the hotel was. Came home, went back to sleep, woke back up. Martin mm-hmm. was still on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I got up at a certain point. You were still asleep. I went out, did some stuff, came back maybe an hour or so, and it was still on, like yeah. still and still running. And then like sat there for a while. You got up and Martin was still on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's just, like you were saying, it's as bad as uh, the was it. Not the deliriousness. What the hell is this shit? Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on MTV. Yeah, it's like that at this point. <laughs> Just man, all you know day. I mean? Like at, at least give me like Martin season two. Like <laughs> yeah, give, give me, me good like, one. the shitty one where like Tisha Campbell's not there and it's uh, come on, <laughs> come on. Terrible. They're just finding new ways to invent why she's not on there and shit yes. like that. They had a, we watched a whole ep- two part episode that is essentially just a lead in for uh, the uh, the movie that he did. A thin line um, between love and hate. Yeah, thin line between love and hate. Like, you know, they were just inventing reasons why he would, you know, why she wouldn't be there. And it was just, it was bad, man. Yeah. It was bad. It was like, oh, I guess Lynn Whitfield's his wife now. Cause, yes, cause Tisha Campbell got lost on on their fucking uh, carnival cruise. That's it. It's it's nonsense. Absolutely, and I uh, love you know Martin, I, but yeah, fuck that last. Yeah. Season. Also, where were they cruising from? Detroit, like <laughs> I don't want. Like I don't know. <laughs> they had lays on and shit. They <laughs> they knew that we didn't care, so they didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. All right, give, we, we'll give a fuck. Exactly. Yeah, put them you put them on a cruise. I'm surprised they didn't recast her because that was a thing that they did back then. Like yeah. they would just recast people all the time. I mean, you know, obviously there's two odd vibes and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, dog, that show. Um, this was like later in the 2000s, but um, after uh, King of Queens went off the air, Kevin James had another show. Yeah, where he had like a young hot wife, and. They didn't even like recast her as much as they like killed her off and then just brought Leah Remini in. (laughs) Yo, they had great chemistry on that other show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, yo, this is just King of Queens part two? Mm hmm. Yo. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I I was surprised. I'm like, and like sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, I'm surprised they didn't just recast her. Like, it was Martin's show. Like, I wonder though, because like they were so deep in at that point. What can tr- like maybe she had some exec producer stuff on the show or something yeah. like that? Maybe she got some credits or but some power like, that was like, yeah, the, yeah, like power. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut y'all, but yeah, that's literally no. what I was thinking. Like influence to where they mm-hmm. couldn't or wouldn't have been like proper to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, like there was like some complaints of like sexual harassment and stuff like that, and I don't yeah. know if like firing her and recasting her would have went over real well. Yeah. It definitely wouldn't go over now. Um yeah. you're, you're like begging but no, for that re- a lawsuit. That reunion's this week, right? I think I think it might be uh streaming now. Oh, okay. It might be. I don't okay. know. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. I'm gonna watch that though. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, I love Martin. I love Martin. I, I adore Tisha Campbell, uh Tachina mm-hmm. Arnold, uh my man um fuck, I always forget uh Cole's name. But yeah, because I, I, cool. I, yeah, I'm used to calling him cockroach from when he was on uh, the Cosby show. Oh, and, uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> back oh, in the yeah. day, the Cosby show. But yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like I, I love them. So yeah, I, I'm absolutely watching a, a fucking Martin reunion. Why not? Yeah, for sure. It's gonna suck because Tommy ain't there. But yeah, rest in peace, uh, Tommy Strong, Tommy Ford. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think we can get some news for the week. Um. So I just saw this. Netflix is doing a real life Squid Game. Fam, we got to get in on this. <laughs> <laughs> is it like, thing is like, like feats of strength and endurance? Yeah. I, so I'm wondering because I'm like, a. 
I still don't understand what the point of the actual, like, not the point of the show was, but like the the point of that game, the, the squid game, the last game that they played. I still don't understand how to play it. Um, yeah. It's not a game from here. So like, it's a game that they play in South Korea, not a game here. So I'm wondering how they're going to do it, what games they're going to bring to it. Because, um, you know, if you're not going to shoot people in the head, that game where you're like, like clean like getting like uh the little out cookie of, out of like yeah out of like honey <laughs> like scraping the honey thing like i don't know how exciting that's gonna be to watch if you're not like the threat of getting your brains blown out isn't there yeah you know that's what, what gives mean? it like an edge it's like Yo, yeah I might, I might die in this shit yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so i'm not sure that's my only thing is like what are the stakes at, when it's not that don't you, know you get like I mean? a deal do you get like a net I, I was under the impression that you get like a netflix deal right am i bugging uh, i don't know i <laughs> thought it was maybe they were just like putting in all the writers that they fired from all the other shows right. <laughs> i was gonna say like I, I may be completely i may have like completely misinterpreted this but i assumed that aspiring filmmakers and uh screenplay writers would be competing for like a potential netflix deal that's why i was like no, no they I gotta mean, get us in that it's probably like the writers of like sabrina the teenage witch <laughs> and <laughs> all the writers that they've like they've canceled the show after two seasons maybe some of the actors too like yeah. that could be interesting i'd watch that um, no for what i what i gathered it's just like a regular fucking game show it's oh, just shit. you know who wants to be a millionaire but it's their version and it's uh it's what it is is this is really cheap to do yeah we don't have to pay any of these people to be on this show they're mm -hmm. all gonna come on it's why reality tv like fucking the what is it the great race or whatever mm -hmm. the, whatever that show is called and survivor and all that shit has lasted so long is because they're very cheap to make yeah yeah, you know you Even don't have to pay cash. Shit like uh, Maury, Maury. Why would yeah, why would yeah. Maury be on for thirty years? People and love it, to make. and it's cheap mm -hmm. as shit to make. They they give people yeah. they you know fly them out, give them like a little like uh, what's it called a per diem a stipend yeah a, stipend, a stipend yeah. you know what I'm saying and. Yeah, let the exploitation <laughs> just let it run. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is, man. Like, I think it's just like it's really <laughs> cheap to make. Like, yeah. you know, your your first investment costs are just the investments of building whatever you're gonna build for it. Oh, you mean like you the know, set. and like yeah, and like there's probably some live action version already built somewhere like mm -hmm. those installments that they're doing they're doing the stranger things one that's in the place where they used to shoot all the kink.com shit yeah, you know yeah. What i mean <laughs> um jesus you know if if you're a freak you'll recognize it uh -huh. <laughs> you know what i mean just do some searches yeah. um but uh there's a um yeah, I, I like your first your first call your initial costs are just the setup stuff and then after that you're like you know what you're not really paying for these people to come on the show. So it's so cheap. Um you know, and even if you offer half a million dollars as the grand prize, that's nothing compared yeah. to what you would be investing in a TV show over several seasons, yeah. you know what I mean? Um does, does Netflix realize how poor this looks optically? Like we're in a recession. Like the the, yes. the actual Squid Game, it's not like, you know, like a fun thing that happened. It's all no. about like capitalism <laughs> exploit uh, um, exploiting people who are vulnerable economically. Yes. So yes. so now you're like, yeah, let's do a you're game just gonna show do it in real life. version of that. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, game shows um, and like reality shows. I get why they do this, but uh, they kill me with like the backstory stuff. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, we all lost our house in Katrina. And now we're on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're really just, you know, uh, exploiting people's uh, struggle for, mm -hmm. like, content fodder. You know what I'm saying? It's like Netflix. I, I guess Netflix don't give a fuck. But it's like, y'all realize this is like, this isn't like a cool thing that y'all are doing, right? Even if Even if you do it in like a jokey kind of way like oh it's the real life squid games like nah like niggas is living in a real life hunger games you know yeah. what i'm saying like we're in a, a recession 
shit is terrible and a pandemic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. That's why, like, that's why I show, like, oh, the floor is lava is nothing and it's throwaway. It's like you're not, like, you know, it's not, like, like you said, like, the actual idea of Squid Games is a critique of capitalism. And Netflix, what Netflix got from that was, oh, let's do that in real life because people yeah. are desperate for money. Yeah. Yeah. Literally you know that. I mean? But that's just capitalism in itself where it's just like oh whatever it is let's exploit it mm-hmm. to the fullest extent of our power yeah. you know what i mean and, and people will do it because company... people oh guys yes because people need money yeah yeah we live in a <laughs> fucked up society where like you know the lesson we get from a critique of that society is let's exploit it yeah yeah let's do the absolute mm-hmm. most that being said netflix give us the deal Come on, um, <laughs> got dynamite ideas. I got this yeah. idea about these three kids, and I ain't gonna go into it. But <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Um, no, exactly. We have ideas. Netflix, holla at us. Give us some money. We don't even need like crazy money. You know what I mean? We're gonna have to wipe this um, uh, <laughs> this episode <laughs> once we start pitching yeah. shit around. I, I, yeah. We have a few episodes where I'm like, <laughs> should I those? Hope nobody goes back and listens to that. <laughs> Should these exist? <laughs> yeah. The original conspiracy theory episode is probably the reason why we haven't closed some deals. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm sure, dog. I've, I've absolutely, you know, done different stuff. Like, I'll do, like, a lecture. Like, oh, you know, this university wants you to do a lecture with the class. And, you know, they'll introduce me. And, like, John Morrison writes for NPR Music. He does this. He does that. He also co-hosts Serious Rap Shit Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't give a shit if, like, college students, do, you know, look it up. I've absolutely felt like a pang when uh, they introduce, like, young people. Like, I did a thing um, where I lectured in front of, like, uh, a, a class of, like, high schoolers. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dog, I, I pray none of these kids look up. Our shows now, you know, are a little more tame. Yeah, a little different. I don't, I don't want none of these kids to look up our shows from like 2017 to 2016. <laughs> like, I, not at all. Not at fucking all. We were growing. We were figuring out. We were just in our mid 30s. We were figuring out who we were. <laughs> Saying the most reckless shit <laughs> on this fucking podcast. The the to this day. The shit that haunts me the most is uh, the Tom Petty shit. Yeah, you we, were telling me that this yeah. weekend. Yeah, we were, I, I think about it so much, dog. We were grinding Tom Petty to fuck up. I don't even remember what episode that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were grinding Tom Petty to fuck up. And we put the episode out. And he died like a week later. And yeah. I felt I felt like a that piece was of shit, dog. <laughs> yeah. That was rough. I was, I was really that looking was in the mirror like, yo, you gotta be better, bro. Like, you can't. You can't just be like shooting off, you know what I'm saying? At the just at randomly, the yeah, yeah. Like I had no problem with Tom Petty. I was literally just like joking and talking shit. Yeah, we were just joking and rolling. And yeah, he passed away, and I was just like, <sighs> well, dog, that's what happened uh, when you got sick. Um, before we knew what exactly ha- what was ha- how sick you were because you were sick for a few weeks yeah, yeah like we had like we didn't record for like two weeks and and um but you had like been told you had went to the hospital and they told you oh yo it's just a flu yeah, or whatever it's just a cold. don't worry about it yeah it sent you home so we didn't think it was anything serious you were just telling me like oh yeah man i'm just having like really, these really bad headaches and like blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. and i feel kind of shitty and um I had posted something like, oh, we won't, you know, we're not going to be doing an episode this week. And someone like had hit me up was like, hey, like, uh, like, what's up? I was like, oh, no, John's just, John's got the the black plague. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Not realizing like, oh, you actually were fighting for your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah we just didn't know, know, man. Like, how would you yeah. fucking know? <laughs> yeah, we didn't know. But like, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, that was an insensitive joke. Yeah. In hindsight. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. You know, it was never met with malice intent. Like we didn't malicely intend to like slander Tom Petty. Yeah. Tom Petty's made, I guess, great music. I don't really know a lot of Tom Petty's music, so you got classics. I know like a few songs. Yeah, American I know a few songs. Girl. I kept yeah. singing that on that episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, rest in peace, Tom yeah. Petty. Yes, rest in peace, Tom Petty. You know what I mean? Rest in peace, like anybody, any of the any uh and shit. One of the crazy things that happened this week is a rapper from the area, the Virginia area or DC area, um, was killed like a couple a hundred couple hundred yards away from where we were where we were staying, literally minutes before we arrived as we were That's crazy. Pulling, yeah, like as we were driving up we saw all like the emergency vehicles at the place where the shooting happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like as we were literally, as we were driving past it to go a couple hundred yards down to our hotel. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I called and asked about like, Hey, do you have any, like, do you have charging availability at the, the hotel? Cause I drive a electric car. So I was like, Hey, do you guys have uh charging availability? Like, no, no, no. But the mall down the street <laughs> has mm-hmm. charging and it's free. And they shoot. And it was the mall where they shot this dude. Yeah. Um, no, no savage was his name. Yeah. No savage. That yeah. was the name. Yep. Yeah. Rest in peace to him. Um, that's sad. That's really, really sad. It's oh, crazy that we literally were driving down there. I don't think that brother, this, I'm looking at this headline. Did he, it said he. Oh, he didn't. He didn't pass away. He just got shot. Okay. It said he wanted by the police. Oh. Okay. <laughs> we might have got the story fucked up. Yeah, I think he. He might have clapped somebody else. He might have been the one that clapped somebody. Okay. Yeah, no, no rest in peace to that brother. Yes. Um. <laughs> damn. No, but uh. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Like, the Netflix thing. A real life Squid Game. They did announce a second season of uh, I saw Squid Game too. Yeah, I saw um, that. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Real life, like also, I just like the stakes of that game are that you'll die if you don't complete these kids' games. Yeah, um, that's the hook. Maybe the joke would be like trying to watch somebody like me do fucking hopscotch or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> hopscotch, I could probably do, but some kind of like physical actual game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I'm, you know, done had three back surgeries yeah. in the last eight months. I don't know how many I'm running around doing too much. Yeah, um, yo, we need you to play dodgeball, right? Yeah, right now. Yeah. But see, <laughs> that's also it's like you know we have stuff like that. Like you have an American Ninja Warrior, and you have uh, that's just what's the intense. one John. What's the one John Cena hosts where they fall in the water all the time and shit like that? Oh, I can't think of the name of that shit. I know what you're talking about. John Cena hosts that. I think so. I've never yeah. watched I think him it. And, isn't it like him and Nicole Byer or something like that? It's like what? him and uh, somebody who hosts that shit. I think that's <laughs> I think that's the one he hosts, or he hosts another one that's very similar. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean. Um, so there's a bunch of them that are just like in that same vein. So I'm kind of just like I don't know. I'm interested, but like again, I think like we're getting the wrong thing from that. The critique yeah. is about. You know the the horrors of capitalism, not like let's do this in real life. Yeah, yeah, dog. You know some motherfucker with some like estate somewhere that's doing that shit for real, dog. Like, oh, for sure. We'll see. Yo, uh, this say, rich uh, people hunt humans, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sure of it. The most dangerous game. It's yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, niggas. It's niggas definitely hunting like human beings. Like, deer. yeah, absolutely, that's yeah. happening. For sure, dog. He's ain't exposed to shit yet, but absolutely that's yeah. happening. Listen, if it happened, it happened on an Always Sunny when they hunted cricket. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if it happened in an Always Sunny, it happens in real life. What was that? That's what I've always heard. What was that Ice T <laughs> movie where they were hunting? Was it Ice T? They were like, yes, it was him? Ice T. Um, <laughs> I thought that was the most dangerous game, but that might not be the name of the uh, yeah the movie. I don't know that I've ever um, seen that shit. So I've never court, seen like, it either. I've seen it. like pieces of it when it was like showing on W on the WB like seventeen or some shit like that on like a weekend when I was a kid. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Um, uh, real quick, I wanted to, to touch on this before we got to new music. Um, so I just saw this recently too. Uh, Gerard Carmichael, um, the great comedian, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't watch the latest special he had, though. Did you? No, I haven't watched it yet. People keep yeah, saying it's real it. dope, but I, yeah, I haven't watched yeah. it yet. I haven't watched a bunch. I haven't really... I haven't been in a mood to watch, like, stand-up. The same. Only... I, I watched um, Ali Wong's new one. So did I. I watched that, yeah. I watched that, like, a few months ago, and that was really good. Yeah. What's crazy is she talks about, 
like, oh, I, I wouldn't leave my husband. I wouldn't. And like, they just announced they're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was talking and about like, that motherfucker like a dog in that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was really like, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised at that. <laughs> really, really. Like, I was surprised at how bad she talked. And then, like, when I saw the divorce thing, I was like, I kind of can't blame Listen, <laughs> You know, I, I, I don't want to look petty or small in any circumstance. Mm-hmm. You do a Netflix special grinding me up. That might be the end of us. Like it might, yeah, it might be grounds for divorce. <laughs> um, so uh, Gerard Carmichael, um, who he recently um, came out um, as gay, mm-hmm. um, and he he was talking. I, I'm not sure exactly where this came from. I forgot where I saw the quote. They did. It was an interview or whatever, mm-hmm. and he mentioned the fact that. You know, um, I I think they asked him about the situation with like Dave Chappelle and the trans jokes and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and he's one of the first comedians uh, I've seen, um, at least like real big name comedians too, to really like criticize what uh, Chappelle was saying, mm-hmm. um, in the sense that like he's he was just like like is this what you want your legacy to be? Yeah, like if you Google Dave Chappelle right now, the first thing that's going to pop up is like trans joke, like the, the the controversy around trans jokes. Yeah, and he was just like, like you're a legend, mm-hmm. and that's what you want your legacy to be. Like that's the that's the hill you're gonna like die on. Yeah, I think it's weird, and like I completely agree with him. Like me and you talked about this when the first that first like Netflix Chappelle special dropped. Mm-hmm. And there was like the gay superhero joke that was like really bad in it. And then there yeah, was, was so the dumb. trans jokes. And it was just like me and you talked about like we feel it's lazy. He's a much more brilliant comedian than that. Um, I think like if you just look at the Chappelle show, you can tell how genius of like a writer he is. And, and like the ideas that he has, like these are very lazy and lame jokes. Yeah. And... um so like we and you had critiqued that aspect of it then like just being like it's just lazy and hacky and like bad it's yeah. like you know there's the, the the point of comedy is to punch up and not punch down and like marginalized communities are just punching down dude like it's just punching down and i think uh i think it you know it takes a lot for somebody to like Chappelle is a fucking mega star in that arena you know what i mean and i'm sure he can see blowback from that and all that kind of stuff so you know i i definitely think there's a um i'll give uh gerard carmichael a lot of like credit for even saying something because there's a lot of people who i think feel similar in at least some ways and just like well i'm not gonna say nothing about Dave. it's like yeah yeah, like Dave's too big. He could help me too much, and like I don't want to be the one who criticize him. Um, That's what keeps a lot so of like, motherfuckers from saying shit. That potential. Absolutely. Oh, they could. We could. We could do something together. That that keep a lot yeah. of motherfuckers from um, speaking out. Yeah, but it, it, and if the way I view it, man, I'd rather say something to be on the right side of history than not say something to be on the wrong side of history, man. Yeah. Like right I, side I of the present. Just, yeah, you know it, well, yeah, absolutely, and 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 honestly, just in a simple sense of like, we're not talking like I just think like being being a progressive mind, like I, I one thing I never understood is like the criticism of progressives progressives in the sense that like, isn't that what we want to be? Don't we want to progress and not like be stagnant or yeah. go back? Yeah, like isn't that what we want? And take you know care I mean? of each other. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like hum- it's a it's a, a human condition of like caring for one another. Yeah. The the Chappelle stuff, um specifically with uh how he talks about gay and, and trans people in particular is so mean spirited. And mm-hmm. comedians seem to have uh collectively with with you know exceptions of course, but uh, the stand up comedy uh, community in general has seemed to accept it this idea that a meanness is funny and mm-hmm. b that meanness is uh, a primary channel uh, toward funny, you know what I'm saying? Which is 
you know, silly in and of itself, and it, it limits the art form. Um, I'm not a comedian, so you know, this is just yes. my uh, perception. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's bugged out to me too because Chappelle, like, okay, you know, this motherfucker made you know like a, a tasteless trans joke, and he got you know pushed back from it. You know, early on in that Netflix shit. The way he's beating the drum, like, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Mulaney. Uh, they said that Chappelle, um, did like a guest, you know, spot at one of his concerts. He like, you know, like popped out and you yeah, know yeah. got on the mic and and told a joke, uh, told a, a a a tasteless trans joke. At this point, he's like doubling, tripling, quadrupling yes. down on the shit and beating the drum, and it it. In a way, it's like, like, yo, why are you so obsessed with uh, a whole group of people? If if there were a white comedian who talked about, you know, how black people look and act and talk and, and said jokes that we all agreed would be racist and he kept popping out, you know, uh, uh beating the drum and and kept doing specials so you know what the problem is with these black people universally we would reject this yeah why isn't any different when it's somebody who's gay or trans or whatever you know what i'm saying why is it why isn't any different and Chappelle knows better because uh i say this to people all the time when they're like oh well it's just jokes Chappelle is the same motherfucker that walked away from his own show because mm-hmm. he was on set cooning it up. And I hate using that word. He was on set cooning it up. And some white person was laughing too hard at his joke that he was making at the expense of his own community. He he gotten his feelings and walked off the set of his own show. This is the story that he told. When people yeah. said, why did he leave the Chappelle show? This is the story that he sat up and told. He said, I was doing a skit and I, I just I felt like these white people around me were laughing at me. So mm-hmm. he knows that jokes within a group have a different context without the group. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He knows that that shit hurts, but he don't care because he looking at it like, well, fuck y'all. I Dave Chappelle, his comedy to me has always uh, skirted the line between mature and insightful and fucking locker room humor. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He he even has this um, one of his I think it's one of his stand up specials where um, he's just giggling because he I think he said he was in. Uh, like the village or Soho or some shit. I can't remember the routine, but he's talking about seeing a bunch of uh, gay dudes and he's just giggling at it because they're there. That's like, yeah, that's like, exist. yeah, that's like shit. That's like a child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is a fully grown man. So it, you know, Chappelle knows better, but he's doubling down. And I think that a lot of people in this world, people who you know are like anti-woke anti-pc you know why are y'all making such a big deal about this this that and the third people want to be able to say whatever they want without consequence repercussions yeah yeah and that's not the world dog your parents teach you that when you're a child you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you say some slick shit you might get punched in the mouth or somebody might say something to you on twitter that you don't like which is fucking yeah. super low stakes, you know. Yeah. All of this shit in the world uh, that we could be talking about, but we're still dealing with this shit because Dave Chappelle, you know, unfortunately hasn't matured beyond "ew, you're gay." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and, it's, and it's I, crazy. I just, I what. What kills me when I hear like the criticisms of like, oh well, what, now what what can you talk about? You can't say anything anymore. It's like, yo man, Abbott Elementary has made me laugh harder than almost any show I've watched in a long time. Yeah, and 
it doesn't need to be it doesn't there doesn't need to be any kind of like attacks on marginalized communities for that to be funny. Yeah. Uh Boy, what does it? The, you yeah, know, Roy Wood funny as shit, and he do it. Oh yeah, Roy Wood is a genius. Yeah, it, it, fucking. Uh, I mean, like even a show like fucking Impractical Jokers, as dumb and silly as that is, doesn't need to attack marginalized people to be a funny show. Yeah, fucking The Good Place didn't need to do that. Like, there's all these shows that are very funny. The so- Southside doesn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Every- Southside is, is one of the funniest shows made in the last. 20 years mm-hmm. Easy. And doesn't need to do yeah Easy. doesn't need to do that yeah and i don't get why like there's a million ways to be funny man you don't need to attack marginalized communities to be funny yeah. or like like you said one of the biggest things is that's just juvenile shit yeah that shit you do like even my kids don't do that kind of shit anymore right Right. You know what I mean? Because they're just a different generation. They're just not like, ew, ew, ew they're gay. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's that's something that a show like Stranger Things would, like, if they work that in, it would make sense because that was the fucking 80s. Yeah. And that was what people did in the 80s. They're showing you how retrograde, retrograde yeah. that thinking is. I mean, like. But even, even that show doesn't stoop to shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like. You know, I think a big thing is like, yo, the world is what we create it to be. And if you don't, if you don't, um, like, you know, you have control over these things. The show, the shows we do, the things we do, we have control over. Like, Chappelle has control over what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And like Gerard said, like, if that's the hill you want to die on, I think it's stupid. And I think you're an idiot to, th- like, what's going to be remembered in the future is this because he's doubling down and tripling and quadrupling down mm-hmm. on it. So this is what's going to be what's remembered for, for him. Yeah. And, and he could live a long I, life from here yeah. on now. This is what you're going to leave us with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This is what you're going to put I think, out. I think in the end, like, you know, you know, what's not going to be remembered in, you know, 20, 30 years about Chris Rock as long as like this thing doesn't drag out, but like the slap thing, the whole thing with uh, Will Smith, yeah. like it'll be something that happened and maybe gets brought up in in the long. But like when you start talking about Chris Rock, that's not going to be the thing you were the first thing you think of. Yeah. But with Dave Chappelle, this is going to be it because he's doubled and tripled and quadrupled and you know whatever the word for five times down quintupled. is <laughs> quintupled. <laughs> like that's what he's going to be remembered for, man. Yeah. And. It's. I think it's stupid to like. That's the hill you want to die on. Yeah. But hey, man. I. I. I you know that's on him. Yeah. And I, I think Gerard. I think Gerard is really um, smart to say that what he's saying is a complete perfect critique of it. Like, yeah. that's what you want to be remembered for. Yeah. Have at it, then, my man. I it's, think it's stupid. Yeah. 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 It's. It's sad to see. It's sad to see. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's sad to see because that dude is a legit genius. Yeah. Like, Chappelle's a legit genius. I fuck with Chappelle, but I can't fuck with Chappelle right now. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I haven't watched, like, the last two or three of those specials. That I don't I he, I watched the one, the, the what was it, the eight-minute, the one oh, he did. right after George Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, 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 right after George Floyd. I, I watched that one. Um, and there's some great stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be a like filled with trans jokes or gay jokes. Like yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Um. And he was poignant, and he was able to be poignant about stuff and mm-hmm. not have to do that kind of shit. So I don't get it. Um. But uh, I think we should move on to uh, what we're listening to. Did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah, I've been rocking with uh, you know, the queen herself. You know what I'm saying? Yes. This new Beyonce record, man. As a DJ, who you know, I love all kinds of music. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but uh, and and the Beyonce record is is her new single, uh, "Break My Soul." A lot of DJs I've talked to have complained about uh, the energy and the tempo of the new music. Mm-hmm. So much new music is slow, it's dark, it's in that trap, you know, kind of groove. And I've seen, I said this on Twitter earlier. I've seen a lot of these like hot 
trap records maybe they doing numbers on tiktok or they doing numbers mm-hmm. you know what i mean in the hookah bars and shit you got a full dance floor i've seen djs play these records and it 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 sucks the life out of the room so beyonce coming with like this up-tempo house shit a lot of people you know have um compared it to like uh you know robin s uh yeah Crystal Waters, CeCe Peniston, all of those records. It does uh, musically feel like some shit, you know what I mean? Like a house record that uh, uh, like VH1 would have played back in the day or like BET would have played mm-hmm. like the video too back in the day. It's, it's, so yes, yeah, it's, it's given like uh, that 90s house vibe. And yeah, I'm excited for, you know, the the potential of uh just some like more like energetic music man motherfuckers want to yeah. dance there's a reason and there was a thread uh the boy uh dj artistic who does um if you ever see like uh insecure or like uh one of isa's parties he's he's always like dj and shit for uh mm-hmm. isa he's a uh uh la boy he had a thread uh where a lot of djs were talking about afrobeat and how those Afrobeat records, a lot of American parties, like black American parties, are rocking with the Afrobeat shit because the music is melodic and it's up tempo and you can dance mm-hmm. to it. Motherfuckers is, you know, I don't want to say motherfuckers are tired of like the trap tempo shit because I think that that has its, its own place. But motherfuckers want to be outside. We've been in a pandemic. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers, I know I'm talking around the Beyonce record, but it's, this is like the context that it's given me. It's yeah. a good, serviceable pop house song. But I'm I'm more interested in the broader implications of it that we start getting like some up-tempo music. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, it it's... Because um, what I've been listening to... Touches in that same vein, the new Drake record, honestly, never mind. Yeah. Um is all house music essentially, except yeah. for one track. Uh I wouldn't have expected this. Like if you'd, no. if you'd have said to me last year, yo, 2022, Drake and Beyonce is doing a house record. <laughs> house records. I'd be like, what? <laughs> I think what you said is really important. Um, the context of uh um, people being inside for a long time yeah. and you know i even myself of just being like yo i want to get out i want to start like so doing some stuff this summer and you know going to some parties doing some more stuff that i i, I haven't done in the last couple of years for numerous reasons the, the one major one a fucking pandemic yeah. um i don't necessarily know if that's like the the complete push behind this thing mm-hmm. um this idea because uh, you know there's been artists out here philly's own queen joe has been making rap you know house music for a while yeah. um and you know there's art there's a lot of artists who have like mixed this thing so it's not a new concept mm-hmm. obviously um and like this these records have existed like you said for a very long time but why like this two of the biggest artists in music right now have decided to drop like house music yeah um i i wonder if that the party vibe is something that people have, you know if djs have talked about it other people are talking about it mm-hmm. you know what i mean and you know people in music let's put it that way are, are talking about it yeah. and i wonder if that was a you know a conscious push to go to like let's do some more like club music and dance music and yeah. like these you know when we grew up on this shit like you know what i mean like you All said robin day. s and crystal waters and like artists like that obviously frankie knuckles but like yeah. you know artists like that like you know the not cnc music Fact- mm-hmm. cnc music factory had one of the biggest songs biggest records of the decade <laughs> yeah and, and it's All of the a big, dance record it's a house record all of the big pop stars whitney janet yeah. mariah Every big pop star of the 90s, you buy the 12-inch and it had a single, you flip it over, it got the house version on it. You know what I'm yep. saying? That's yeah, every, exactly. Every the record. house remix was a a huge thing in the 90s. That yeah. Every big record had a house remix. To yeah, it. absolutely. I don't know that young people really realize that. 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? I've, I've heard, actually, I've heard some takes from like younger people on Twitter who are like, "Oh man, she blending." We're talking about Beyonce or Drake, like, mm-hmm. they blending the the R and B with house. That's been been the case. Yeah. That's been the case. Yeah, yeah. I ran down a whole like thread I found on Twitter of like songs from our youth and like the like house records from our youth, like these big poppy house records. Mm-hmm. For my daughter, and I was like, "This is all like this is from when I was a kid." Because she, my daughter, actually said to me, "Like, oh, you, you'll probably, you might really like the new Drake record because it's like a lot of dancey stuff." And I know you like dancey Drake record, and I was like, "I like for this record, honestly, never mind. I don't, I don't love a lot of this record. There's like four songs that I really like. One of them isn't a house record at all. It's the last track with Twenty One Savage." but I like Fallback. I like uh, Tex Go Green. Um, and there's another house joint on there that I really like. But, like, that's it. Part of that, though, is because I don't feel like there's much change in tempo at all on the record, even in between songs. Everything kind of has, like, the same feeling. Yeah. It's um, a little sleepy, and it doesn't... Yeah. It's not, like, dynamic, really. Yes. Dynamic is the perfect example. Yeah, it's kind of um, like... Yeah, the perfect word. They, they lay down, like, this beat... And he just kind of uh, nah, 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 nah. like, it, yes. you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's no like you listen to um, like a lot of those like um records that you talked about. You know what I mean? Like those '90s house records, and those, you know those are classics. I'm not necessarily yeah. comparing Drake to that, but even yeah. the Beyonce record, like the hook, you know the the vocal performance, it has life to it. The Drake, yeah, that's what I, I said that to my daughter. Yeah, yeah. The, the Drake record um, kind of it feels like uh, Sonic Wallpaper to me. It has mm-hmm. like it's like it's like too chill, you know what I yeah. mean? But also doesn't have like the soul of like a, like a lot of real chill house has like those rich like soulful chords and it you know what I mean it, it feels uh, real good even though it's mellow. This shit is mellow, but it don't really like go nowhere or like do too much. Yeah, I I also wonder maybe if I like some of the other songs if I hear them out when I'm out be, at a party or something like that. You might be out at a party. There's some cakes out. You know what I'm saying? You got a margarita that, exactly. or some shit. You know what I mean? It might yeah, it might all I, make sense. It might ring off in a completely different way. Yeah. You know what I mean? When people are vibing to it and dancing and having fun, it might ring off in a completely different way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I would definitely say check those records out though. Obviously, check out the Beyonce record, Break My Soul, and the Drake record, honestly, never mind. Like I said, I there's songs that I do like on there, so I do think people should check out both records just to, to get the vibe. Also, you might enjoy the records more than I do. So yeah. who knows? It's always that. Um, besides that, I think we can wrap up. Um, also, I meant to mention this earlier. You made a, a statement earlier. Uh, you said something earlier and made me think of this, and I, I was like, yeah, I want to mention that. Um, we have a, a live show coming soon in August. Uh, we don't have the exact date yet, but we're going to have a new another live show. We haven't done a live show since before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when we have all the details nailed down, obviously we'll announce it more, um, and it'll obviously be all over our social medias. But um, yeah, we're going to be doing the live show soon um, in another like month and a half or so. And, um, you know, uh, you can check us out on all the social medias at Serious Rap Shit. Um, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can get our Vivo channel. Make sure you go there, like and subscribe. There's new videos going up all the time. Uh, that's Serious uh, Rap Shit Vivo. If you just put it all one word in your search bar on YouTube, you put put that uh, you'll get that. Uh, also, we have um, seriousrapshit.com has all our merchandise. So you can go there, cop something, and we'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend, take this rap, 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 rap.